Time is now split into two separate eras. Pre-corn kid and post-corn kid. So you're going to have to explain who the corn kid is for people who don't spend 24 hours of their day on the internet. First, I'll explain who we are. It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Good morning. Yeah, welcome. Hi. Hope you're having a good Wednesday so far. Uh, The corn kid showed up on recess therapy. If you've never watched any of these videos, it's a guy who interviews kids. Mm -hmm. And it's always hilarious. Like, you know, the way that kids are passionate about very specific things. In this case, it's corn. I really like corn. What do you like about corn? Ever since I I was told that corn was real, it tasted good. Did you think corn wasn't real? But when I tried it with battle, everything changed. I love corn. He's got, like, missing a bunch of teeth. So you're saying this is the new kids say the darndest things, but it's like a TikTok version that takes place on the playground. Yeah, it's, that's pretty much what it's like. It's a good way to describe <laughs> it. And, you know, because it is TikTok that this kind of blows up on, there is a remix of The Corn Kid, mm-hmm. and it is probably the greatest song that I've ever heard. So please indulge, won't you, with me in The Corn Kid remix by Shmoyoho. Me, I really like corn. What do you like about corn? It's the next big hit. It's inspirational. Katy Perry is already waiting to sample that track. It has the juice, though. What do you like about corn? It's corn. A good corn that knows it has the juice. It does have the juice. It's funny because those were probably the only two sentences I actually understood from that entire remix. And he says, I can tell you all about it. Look at this thing. Trying to butter, everything changed. And at another point, he says, I can't imagine a more beautiful thing. And I'm like, preach, man. Corn is a wonderful gift from nature. Get you somebody as passionate about you (laughs) as that kid is about their corn. Like, that's what we should be looking for in a partner is someone who cherishes us in the same same caliber. Look at this thing. I can't imagine a more beautiful thing. Anna and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station, 93.9 Virgin Radio. Finally, light the beacons. Light the beacons. Light the beacons. Oh, my God. Do, do, You can finally watch the the documentary about Windsor Pizza that came out last year for free. You've never heard of. Exactly. The pizza city you've never heard of. So this came out for some specific, like, film festivals. Uh-huh. They screened it for maybe a week last year. Yeah, at the, the at, Lakeshore. Yeah, Imagine Cinemas. And now we're finally going to be able to watch it. So if you don't remember, this is, like, a clip from the trailer. It sounds super badass. Like, we sound pretty <laughs> freaking cool. Calling a city by its famous moniker makes it familiar, even if you haven't been before. Cities across the world have been singing their tune through stacks of t-shirts, postcard racks, and fridge magnets for years. The Big Easy, the Big Apple, Sin City. Where I come from, we prefer to just tell you ourselves. Welcome to Dub City. Windsor, Ontario. Dub City. The automotive capital of Canada. If you grew up in the Midwest, there's a good chance you crossed the border to celebrate your 19th birthday here. Running up and down Olette Avenue. Over the years, we've heard many conversations about something that we know a lot about, and we feel left out. As a New Yorker, I know nothing beats a New York slice. Nope. Windsor Pizza. (laughs) Just nope. 
That was, that was Hannah's edition of that preview. Oh, yeah. They cuts d- it off. Hard. <laughs> nope. They didn't put that into Winter the trailer. Pizza. Just, just a big old no. <laughs> but, I mean, it is super exciting. Yeah. So where can people watch it then? When is it coming out? It is going to be available for free on CBC Gem oh, starting yeah. September 17th, 8 p.m. on the 17th if you're counting. Okay. If you show up at noon and you're like, where's the documentary? Oh, gotta wait. 8 p.m. September 17th. So it's still a little ways away, but it's it's worth watching. And I think the pizza orders are going to go through the roof. You think? Yeah. Yeah. We I, got a pizza after we saw the movie. Like, we're true. like, we have to. First thing. Get up! Good morning. Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks. On 93.9 Virgin Radio. So just on Friday's show, we were talking about that giant six-person slide that they opened up on Belle Isle. And it obviously got shut down within four hours because people were just flying off this thing. Boom, 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 boom. Like, you're getting concussions just watching people <laughs> go down this. Uh, and Johnny said, you said they're going to, like, add something to get people to slow down, Yeah, when right? they closed it, they said they were going to be adding some sort of wax compound to slow the slide down. But there was other people who wrote it back in the day who said, no, it's just people's technique is all off. You got to kind of bunch up the bag and hold it in a certain way and slow yourself down. Tailbones around the country are shaking <laughs> looking at this ginormous metal slide that's going down at Belle Isle. So there's actually a Detroit rapper called GM Cash. No, GMAC Cash. Detroit's own GMAC Cash. And he wrote a rap about the giant slide in Belle Isle. So this only happened like last week. So yeah. this, he was like quick on the turnaround on for this it. rap. It's a Belle Isle giant slide rap. Hey, you can break your back on the giant slide. You can even break your neck on the giant slide. You can even bump your head on the giant slide. And watch your hands and your legs on the giant slide. It's like jumping off a roof on the giant slide. Man, you can lose a tooth on the giant slide. It ain't much you can do on the giant slide. It's so I, funny. GMAC Cash is the same dude who, who put out this song when the Lions won. Nice. Because the Lions won the game, which is, you know, not a very often used song. Yeah. But we play it, it maybe once a year, I would assume. <laughs> maybe. They said three times uh, a year. When we were watching Hard Knocks, they said the Lions won three games last well, year. Well, there you go. Hopefully I, more this year. Yeah. I love the, the the giant slide thing is hilarious because it got so much traction. Like, it was on Jimmy Kimmel. Mm. Uh, and I've just seen people sharing the video everywhere. Um, but I personally, when I saw this video, it made me want to do it more. Because and how often do you see something like that? That's what we were just talking about is you can see, like, the people waiting to go down the slide are standing right next to it watching people just, like, get dummied by yeah. this thing. And they're like, I'm still down. Like, let's go. I, I don't know if it's just, like, the, the kid in me, but when I see something that looks so obviously dangerous, it makes it look more fun to <laughs> One me. One person, their shoe goes flying. Yeah. It's like, how you lose a shoe on a slide? Listen, growing up in the jackass era, yeah. when that was the thing, I see that. I want to do it. We did... The amount of dangerous things we did as kids, it never ceases to amaze me that we survived. And if you have any stories of the just stupid, dangerous things you did for fun growing up, please text us, 10939. Give us a call, 519-792-6040. Yeah, I bet you've got some doozies on oh, the way, boy. hey? Yeah, yeah. One of my favorites involves a snowmobile oh. and no parental supervision oh, and no. kids as young as, like, five years old. <laughs> but we'll get into these stories two songs away. Hold on. CIDR Windsor. An iHeartRadio station. Don't stop. Windsor's new number one hit music station. This is 93.9 Virgin Radio. You know you're about to hear some good stories when it starts with, oh, Oh my Lanta, where do I begin? <laughs> we got a text at 10939. 
Was that Ed who said, uh, yeah. we're talking about the dangerous fun you got up to as kids and said the ATV rides with half a dozen kids on, the falling out of trees, running across the 401 at night. Yeah, don't do that. That's not a good idea. We are not <laughs> recommending any of this. This is just the dumb stuff you did as a child. Oh, my God. We actually got a message on Instagram from John because he can't text in because he's in the state. Right. He said, well, a lot of us used to surf on the giant slide that we were just talking yeah. about. So I assume, obviously, it was against the rules, but I assume that means they would stand on, on like, the pillowcase things yeah. and surf the down the slide. Oh, my God. See, that's the thing. I would love to do that. I don't care if it's going to bang you up. I don't want the <laughs> slowing wax. I want the real experience. I'm honestly wondering if surfing down the slide would actually be less dangerous than, like, physically sitting and going well, down the slide with what we've been seeing. Yeah, I was going to say, until you slip backward and bang your head, but a lot of videos I've been seeing of people, it's been they've, they've been banging their head. <laughs> yeah. Um... I was mentioning this our snowmobiling days as kids. Like, I swear to you, it was all our cousins, my brother, and the, the oldest of us, 10 years old. My parents are like, here's a, a powered machine. Go have fun mm. alone for hours. Yeah. And we would tie as many sleds as we could to the back. There was like a bar on the back of the snowmobile. So we had a GT snow racer, wooden toboggan, plastic toboggan, all tied with different lengths of rope. And one person would drive. drive and then the other kids oh would try God. to knock each other off the sleds as we spun around in circles. Oh, my uh, You know, you'd be getting run over by the other sleds. Yeah, Ryan texted us saying, I used to climb trees and tie ropes to each of the trees. So when they were playing hide-and-seek, he would literally, like, uh-huh. climb from one tree and swing to the next. Yeah. Like Tarzan. Yes, man. Holy crap. Anyway, ended up yeah. uh, grabbing a branch instead of a rope once and knocking the window out of yourself. Falling down. Yeah, we Oof. definitely had some broken arms falling out of trees. Have you ever been in a hammock where someone tried to spin it really fast so that you would like go 360 and not fall out <laughs> it very rarely works yeah no no it doesn't work eh? I, was like, I was trying to send you back in time bro it just didn't work <laughs> uh, we got chelsea on the phone 519-792-6040 tell us about some dangerous fun you had growing up um when my grandparents owned a store here in town back in the 90s they had a box truck and my uncle thought it would be fun if we put one of the rolling office chairs in the back and let us young children sit in that chair and then go drive around the parking lot and let us have a ride rolling around in the chair in the back of the box truck. Yeah. So it. then when some of us kids started falling out, he decided to use his belt and just belt us down to the chair. And so oh then the chair just God. started tipping over, but we all had fun. No! That's the thing. As much unsupervised, dangerous fun that people had as kids, a lot of it is adult influence. People you know? used to just throw a crop of children in the trunk of a car with no seatbelts, like a shagging wagon, and yeah. just let them sit there. It was just wild. A simpler time. Speaking of simpler times, some bootylicious. Oh, my god! Destiny's child. Haven't heard this one in forever. Yeah. Strap yourself down in the office chairs in the back of the truck and have a great time. I have some important news for you. Anna Witherby and Johnny Parks. Can I get in on this? On 93.9 Virgin Radio. Is this weird? It might be weird, but there's no judgment here. So go ahead and see what's on your mind. It's Asking for a Friend on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Another day, another person anonymously asking for your help in a situation in their life. We like to say it's Windsor-Essex's best, worst advice. Sometimes we hit the nail on the head, but... You know. A lot of the times we shouldn't be the people no. who you're coming to for advice, but that's why you help out on the text line. Yeah, 10939, if you want to weigh on on this, someone says, I got suspended without pay for bringing laxative cookies to work. Am I in the wrong? Well, from a surface level, yeah. probably. <laughs> 
That's why we always but give you the full story. Continue. Uh, and if you do want to read and comment, it's on our social media as well, Virgin Radio Windsor on Facebook and Instagram. This person says, I got suspended without pay for the rest of the week. I work for a very well-known large company in the area, and I like my job, but a co-worker kept eating my lunch whenever I left it in the company fridge. They said I decided to take revenge. Side note. Uh-huh. Who does that? Like, I've seen it happen. Who sees food in the company fridge and thinks, I'm going to eat that? Yeah. In what world do you just eat food that is not your food? I will never understand. People do it, and this person decided to take revenge, yeah. they say, by putting laxatives in some homemade cookies and leaving them with my name on them, like I always do. And one employee got sick, and it was the person who I guessed was stealing my food. Ooh, busted. They said, thing is, though... They reported it to HR, and I ended up getting suspended while they do an investigation. Hmm. But the person who was stealing from me every day is facing no repercussions. Hmm. So they ask, should I have been suspended? I'm thinking about getting a lawyer and suing. Was I in the right or in the wrong? Wow. This is so hard. This is the (laughs) definition of F around and find out. The fact that they took the cookies from the thing that said the other person's name on it. Yeah. Almost from, like, a legal standpoint, I feel as if they won't have a case, like, to sue you for getting diarrhea. Do you know what I mean? You mean the person who who ate the cookies? The food person cannot, like, be mad about getting diarrhea because you (laughs) entered somebody else's property and stole from them. That's that's fair, but... Does is this person? Do they have a, a leg to stand on when it comes to suing when they literally like poisoned somebody at work? Yeah, don't, po- yeah. don't poison people. Is, you know, it might have been a mild poisoning, but the fact of the matter is, they essentially poisoned someone. This is really tough. <sighs> have you ever been in beef with a coworker? Have you ever done anything to try to you know make that open and and fi- get to the bottom of it? No. Have you confronted them. Have you ever taken laxatives before? I myself. Yeah. No, not unless you count coffee. And uh, well, I tried Arby's for the first time last night on your recommendation. How dare it you? works essentially the same way. How dare you? Um, I want to hear laxative stories. You want Tell laxative us about the time you took laxatives <laughs> or gave it to someone else. 519 792 6040. Really quick, Crystal says, I definitely seek legal advice. How can they suspend you without knowing that you didn't bring those cookies for yourself, labeled with your name? Because maybe they just need a little help, right? Yeah, they could. Could have been because you're constipated. They could deny all responsibility and be like, these are my cookies that I enjoy eating alone. Uh Uh-huh. They said people need to learn not to touch things that don't Mm. belong to them. And they said, also, you're a genius, and I love what you do. Team Laxatives. (laughs) Windsor's number one hit music station. This is 93.9 Virgin Radio. Don't you love when you're vindicated, when you have your suspicions about somebody, and then it turns out to be completely... Completely true. Uh-huh. That's what happened in today's Asking for a Friend. And we want to know what happened so badly. They said they were suspended for a week without pay from a big company here in Windsor because their co-worker stole their X-Lax cookies <laughs> that were in a jar with their name on it. It started off with the lunches. They were like, I, I know someone's stealing my lunch. And they set up this whole heist with these spiked cookies. Right. But if you have a cookie jar that says your name on it and someone Uh enters your cookie jar and steals one of your cookies, is it your fault? 
No, I don't think it is. I, I don't know if it's ever a good idea to poison things because that's the thing. It would be different if it was like a food item, but this is like a laxative. Yeah. It could end up in a dangerous situation. Yeah, TJ texted us. The guy who stole his lunch and the cookies should be fired or at least suspended, but it was the other person who got suspended. Yeah. That was this person's beef with it. Yeah. They were saying, how am I getting suspended without pay for doing this when it was someone else who was stealing from me every yeah. day? Yeah, and Scott says, sue them all. So just sue everybody? Everybody's suing yeah. everyone around here. We're looking for hide your, your kids, hide your wife. <laughs> if you've had any stories like that where you were you know, beefing with coworkers, they were trying to steal something for you, or you got laxative stories, 519-792-6040. You got Carrie on the phone. What happened? I used to always bring in my um, chocolate-dipped cashews that I made myself. Yeah. yeah. And I had started to notice, even before my lunchtime would come around, my bag was already depleting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I ended up chopping habanero peppers Ooh, into shapes girl. like cashews and dipping Woo! them in the chocolate instead. I love that. Genius. And I brought those to work. Genius. And as I was about ready to go to my lunch break, I hear somebody going, watch out, watch out. My mouth's on fire. Watch out. <laughs> They're running to the faucet. And guess what I've seen sitting at a lonely table with nobody right there. Chocolate And I looked at him like, oh, so are we done with this little charade? Are you going to touch my candies again? You can just make your own. (laughs) And they ended up going, I'll leave your bed alone. There you go. Wow. At least ask. Like, if someone asks, hey, can I have some of your snacks, Hannah? Mm-hmm. I feel like we would all say yes. Yeah, that's it. It, it would be. Like, it's the, the sneak thieves at work. Yeah. You got to watch out for. I like that, though. I feel like that you can't get fired for because you were like, I just like jalapenos like, covered in chocolate. I right? love it. It's a little speedy, a little spicy. It's so hot right now. Deniability yeah, built right Exactly. In. On it. the way, sports ball news. You'll oh. never believe what Arizona State University just named their new arena. Uh-huh. I cannot wait to see them say this on the NHL. Oh, boy. Yeah. Two songs away. Hold on. Yeah. 93.9 is CIDR Windsor, an iHeartRadio station. Windsor's new number one hit music station. Where hit music lives. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Sports Ball. Virgin Radio, your premier place for sports ball. Not really. We know nothing about sports, uh-huh. but what we do know is about hilarious and appropriate nicknames. Oh, yeah. So you'll never believe what Arizona State University legitimately just named their new arena. Mm-hmm. Drum roll. Let's have a drum roll. Let's bring this bed down. The mullet arena. No. Yes. The mullet (laughs) arena. Yes. So I don't know if you know this, but the Arizona, the Coyotes. Yeah. They're going to be playing at the Arizona State University arena. Okay. Because they got like kicked out of their other arena or whatever. So that means that the NHL, Arizona Coyotes, will be playing in the mullet arena. That's amazing. How awesome will that be to hear on the NHL broadcast? <laughs> I'm so excited for it. Honestly, it's a, it's a wonderful thing. Yes. Why, why did they call it the mullet arena? Though? And that's what everybody is wondering. Because, like, objectively, you think, oh, maybe they had a vote and they love mullets. And this was, like, a, a 
the result of something along yeah. those lines. That's actually not true. The name of the arena comes after the Mullet family. So Mullet is actually the last name of a family who really support Arizona State University. Right. They're supporters of the school's hockey program and Sun Devil Athletics. So ASU is crediting the Mullet family as a huge part of helping the hockey team reach Division One status in 2014. <laughs> and I My mean, God. it's also just so appropriate and hilarious. Yeah. So they're, they're honoring the mullet family, and they have the new mullet arena. I love it so much. Blessings, blessings. What, it, there's something about this time of year that just brings out the mullet in people. You remember when we were talking about the kids' mullet championship? I Absolutely. How could you ever forget? Yeah. It turns out that a winner has been announced. Emmett Bailey of Wisconsin won the mullet championship. Congratulations. He was one of the guys with the faux hawk on top and the long curly mullet in the back. I wonder if they do any drug testing on the mullet championships. Like, how do they make sure that nobody's using, like, human growth hormones or steroids to grow out their mullets? How do they keep this above board? They probably do drug tests, but you can only win if you are on drugs in the mullet championship. Good morning. Anna Witherby and Johnny Parks. Every morning, 93.9 Virgin Radio. Do you ever realize that you left something really embarrassing in the car and then either somebody gets in or if you're like me, you drop it off at the mechanic and there's nothing you can do about it? What did you do, Hannah? Well, it's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. So I've been talking a couple times. My car has been dead the last couple days. The battery is is kaput. Yeah. Gone so. So it died on us twice, one of which was in the Kona Sushi parking lot. Mm -hmm. Um, So I brought it in to Justin's Auto Repair. Shout out. It's on Kildare. Been going there since I moved here. They're in, like, Walkerville. So it used to be really close to my house. Not so much anymore, but that's beside the point. (laughs) I dropped my car off, and it's been there for a day and a half, and it's done. I just haven't gone to go get it yet. And Johnny and I are just sitting here, and I'm like, oh, I think that there's a ginormous pack of flavored condoms in my car, like next to the driver's seat. And there is a reason. There's a reason that these are there because... I don't... Do we... Are we allowed to say the reason on radio? We went to the Windsor Pride Drag Fest, like the drag queen show on Saturday night during Pride. And they were handing out uh, a ton of condoms at Windsor Pride because, you know, practice safe sex is very important. And somebody was going through the crowd and they're like, hey, do you want these condoms? I'm like, yeah, I like whatever. And then they're like, take them. They're flavored. They're like, there's a mint flavor. There's a strawberry flavor. And they gave me a huge bag full of like maybe 15 condoms. They call that the Skittles pack. Taste yeah. the rainbow. And um, it's been sitting in my car ever since. Right. And now realizing that I left my car at Justin's Auto Repair on Kildare, and there oh. is, like, lots and lots of flavored condoms. <laughs> it's in the um, it's in the compartment that's in the driver's side door on the ground, kind of. Right. Like, it's in there. So they might not really Maybe. look. Maybe. How, how is it packaged? Are they all kind of, like, all it's, over the place? They're contained in a Ziploc bag. Okay. But I'm pretty sure the bag says something condom related on the side. I so. am hoping that it just, they open the door, it falls out, Ziploc bag opens, just they they're think all over I'm the place. Just constantly oh my God. doing the dirty in or, my vehicle. <laughs> or you're like, that's your tip, guys. There you go. Uh, Enjoy. No. Practice safe sex. Yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, it's like when you have someone coming over to your house and you tidy up, right? Yeah. You clean up the house. You try to put away anything that you don't want anyone to find. Mm-hmm. And I kind of had a similar situation like that where uh, my fiance's parents were coming to stay with us. And we had a, a drawer in the spare room that had some sensitive items such okay. as that. 
in it, and uh, I was clearing out a bunch of the dresser drawers so that they could put their clothes in. They wanted a place to keep their clothes while they were staying with us. Right. And I cleaned all the dresser drawers out except that one at the bottom that had that kind of stuff in there. Why would you do and they that? Found it. I don't know. I forgot. Why would you clear I forgot them all it was in there that Because one. I was like, they don't need all the drawers. So I cleaned out like the top two drawers and the other two. I'm like, ah, it's fine. They only need two drawers. They're but only here for a little bit. You know people I, are nosy. They're yeah. going to be opening all those drawers. <sighs> I forgot. All right? I forgot. And um, Did I, they bring it up? We never heard anything about it. I don't know mm-hmm. if that means anything or not, but we would love some stories like that. Maybe you work at a place where you see cars. Like, if you work at an auto shop, if you work at a dealership where people bring in their trade-in cars, tell us about the craziest stuff that you've seen that people have left in there. Yeah. Because if I were to trade in my car right now, it would be there would be questions. Like, I've got two boxes filled with VHS tapes in the back. Yeah, yeah. I had friends who worked at a car dealership a while ago, and they found a ton of crazy stuff when people yeah. took their cars back. Some of them were nice and some of them were like, oh, that's right. illegal. Whoa, 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 what's going on? Hannah and Johnny on Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Things you found in cars or accidentally left out in cars. We're getting some text 10.93.9. Frank says, I worked at a scrapyard in Calgary and there was a pipe bomb Attached no. to one of the spark plugs. No way. Way. I texted Frank back. I'm like, was it live? Like, how did you get rid of it? Did you call in the bomb squad like in Grey's Anatomy? Like, what went down? That's crazy. That's so crazy. That's scary, man. Uh, my friend who worked at a car dealership, one time they returned a loaner car and there was UGG gloves in the car. Gloves. And they, like, kept them and no one came back for them. So they just gave me a pair of UGG gloves. They're like, want some UGG gloves? We found them in a returned loaner. And another time, they found cocaine in the car when someone took it back. I bet that happens a lot. Like, trade-in cars that just have drugs stashed somewhere. Well, imagine how mad the person who brought the car back probably was when they realized that they had forgotten that in the car. Uh Um, Obviously, like, the the people (laughs) at the dealership didn't call the police. Don't do drugs, kid. But they're like, awesome! Free cocaine! (laughs) So, like, that was... uh... Don't yell awesome free cocaine. (laughs) I'm not saying that I did that, but... But that's what the people at the dealership did. All right. They were like, this is mine now. Fair enough. <laughs> Don't <We> do got- <laughs> drugs. <laughs> we got one text we had to call back here. Uh, giving them a call at 519-792-6040. So it was on a date. There was something a little weird in the passenger seat, right? Tell us about this. He did get a third date. Hey. <laughs> so it wasn't a deal breaker. But this was, so it happened on the second date. You, you're going into this yeah. guy's car. What did you find? So I opened the passenger door and uh, he had a bag of chips. Uh, sitting there on the seat with the seatbelt done up over it. <laughs> Listen, I precious cargo. That, I think I forget how he explained it, but I think he has like taken a picture of it to send to somebody as a joke. Yeah. Obviously, he didn't mean to leave it there for me to see. <laughs> <laughs> so was it? It, it wasn't. I was it open? <laughs> was it open? Was it closed? Uh, it was brand new. Okay. Yeah. He says, "This is my emotional support bag of chips. <laughs> Don't mind. Just riding shotgun." <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So, so you're not really sure what the justification was. Did you guys eat the chips together, or do you think he would have freaked out? You like pop the top on it, and he's like, "What? What are you doing? You opened my bag!" Like, what happened with that? Uh, no, we didn't eat them. I, you know, it, like that secondhand embarrassment. I was like, I'm just gonna, you know what? That's fine. I didn't see anything. Huh. Just leave it alone. Don't act like you've never buckled in some food in your passenger seat before. It happens to all of us. I like the way you put it. The emotional support chips. Always got to keep them on hand. Virgin Radio. More Hannah and Johnny next.
and talking about things that got left out, embarrassing things, whether it was in your car, house, what have you. It's Hannah and Johnny. Yeah, and she had the most unbelievable story of all time. And apparently stuff like this happens to her a lot. Yeah, on the phone, 519-792-6040. Hello. Hey, it's Hannah and Johnny. How's it going? It's going. How are you? Good. Crystal, we need to know your embarrassing things that were left out story because this had us, like, screaming. Literally, my life is like a sitcom. I have the the craziest things that happen. But that one, I was working um, patient transport for uh, a pretty well-known company in the city. Mm -hmm. And um, I was taking somebody home. Uh, It was a woman. I was taking her home from the hospital and was returning her back to her house. And the house, as soon as she walked in, it was like pretty cluttered and dirty. But I've seen worse, especially working in that field. I'm sure. Um, And then the husband asked us if we could bring her to the bedroom so he didn't have to move him or move her himself. So we said, yeah, no problem. We go into the bedroom, and it is like dungeon feeling. It is such a, such a weird room that you just wouldn't want somebody in, especially like just some random person like me. Yeah. Um, then we go in there. Uh, the bed is completely cleared off, but everything else is just completely cluttered. And then she had um, handcuffs, or two mm-hmm. pairs of handcuffs, I should say, on the headboard. Um, and then on her nightstand, right beside where we were putting her on her side of the bed, mm-hmm. there was um, like a bunch of lube, feather ticklers, bunch of toys ah! and then when I, when I was walking out of the room because it was so cluttered I bumped into that nightstand and knocked like four things off oh. and normally normally if you do something like that you would you know bend down and pick it up but I'm like I'm not touching anything no. so I I hurried out of the room and I didn't even ask them for the payment and I called my boss no. and I told him what happened I said I didn't get the payment and I'm not going back in there this one's on the house okay can I ask exactly he started laughing he's like yeah just go with the next one oh may God. I ask the age of these people this couple um I'd say in their 50s, maybe early 60s. Like, right. they were, yeah. Love <laughs> this for them. Oh, my God. Exactly. You go. Did any of the toys turn on when you knocked them down? It's like, whoa, this one's jumping at me. No, honestly, I would have ran out there even faster. I love it. Love the morning. Anna and Johnny on, on, on Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Everybody and their grandma is talking about the Winston Churchill Christmas Chateau heist. Are they? Oh, yeah. It's the first time I'm hearing about it. Well, because I got my my ear to the ground, finger on on the pulse. On grandmother news? Yes. If you didn't hear about this, it's pretty wild. The topics around the the church tea table? (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure that they would be very invested in this. Uh, But it happened at Chateau Laurier in Ottawa where a famous portrait of Winston Churchill was stolen and replaced. Like, they swapped it out for a fake. Oh, my gosh. So this is really like Ocean's 8 kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So the the people at the Chateau Laurier, they think it was done by a professional. Like, some sort of, you know, thief, cat burglar was in there and swapped it out. So the replacement must have looked quite a bit similar yeah, to it, the it original. looked basically identical. Hmm. And it was a, a photo that was hanging in the hotel's reading lounge. They confirmed through different photos of the chateau that the real one was still hanging on December 25th, but just 12 days later, it was the fake instead. Wow. So sometime over that, that Christmas time Maybe into January. New Year's Eve when everyone's partying, somebody's be. out there taking a painting. How big was it? Uh, it? It doesn't look very big. It's a portrait. Again, I don't think it's uh, it's a painting, more of like a 
a picture, a photo. Oh. So they, they had noticed that it wasn't hung correctly. That was when they finally realized. It was like, something's up about this. Mm-hmm. They inspected it closer and revealed that it was a copy. Wow. And not the original. That's so, so crazy. And, you know, if you've never been to Chateau Laurier in Ottawa, it's a very fancy place. Like, it looks mm-hmm. like an old chateau. It's near Parliament. And I guess this uh, photograph was taken when Churchill did visit Canadian Parliament in the 40s. I wonder who has any reason to take specifically this photograph. Money. Yeah. Money. I'm sure. Like, but I'm sure there's, like, bigger paintings or, like, more expensive things that they could take. Yeah. Next. Well, maybe that was part of it, right? You can sneak it out of there. Mm-hmm. The hotel's general manager says it would have required special tools to remove the frame so somebody knew what they were doing. So same frame. Yeah. And- wow. And the, the one time, I mean, I've been to the Chateau Laurier a few times. One time we went at a Christmas party. You have to say, I've been to the oh, Chateau Laurier a few times. The Chateau time. Laurier. Our Christmas party at the Chateau Laurier. Actually, the first time I ever went, I was a little kid. My grandma took us. Mm-hmm. And I guess my brother and I were so amazed, we ran out of the bathroom screaming, Grandma! The taps in there are gold! We uh, couldn't believe it. We were like the fanciest so fanciest place we've ever been. Um, but, yeah, we went one time for a Christmas party that was, like, 20s-themed. Oh and they my do gosh, have a lot so of cool. ballrooms, classy parties. So mm-hmm. I could just picture that, like a New Year's Eve party where someone slips off. Like, Someone's dress- got their fur coat yeah. on. They just, like, have it underneath. Go and, and you know. Glass of champagne. Drill around the frame. I don't know how they did it, but they are now investigating, trying to find out who pulled this heist of the Winston Churchill Photograph. Whoa, it's like the Canadian version of Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, either that or has anybody checked on Nick Cage recently? Nick, what are you up to? I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Well, there we go. Suspect number one right there. Nick Cage knows all about Winston Churchill (laughs) coming to Ottawa, doesn't he? What's going on, everybody? For more Hannah and Johnny, check out 93.9 Virgin Radio. Weekday mornings, 6 to 10.